Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address. It's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair, and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address, and let's get you to this episode. Hey everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project. So if you guys can let us know if you can hear us, that would be great because it's the first time. I just moved office last night. I didn't get to bed until two in the morning. And it's obviously <laughs> the first time that I've done this podcast with these lovely two. Um, so let I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So I'll start with Danielle. Um, Danielle, can you introduce yourself just in case people don't know, but I'm sure you're pretty famous or slash infamous. (laughs) Infamous is probably the right word. Um, I'm Danielle Latimer. I've been involved in pageantry for almost 10 years now, and um, I'm the current Ms. London Galaxy. Ms. with an MS? Um, yeah. Ms. Every time I say Ms., I have to say it's MS, just in case people don't get the Ms. It's too subtle. Ms. <laughs> a London Galaxy. Uh, and <laughs> the lovely Lauren, who, or her long lost twin with the dark hair, because I'm still not used to Lauren with the dark hair. <laughs> Can you introduce yourself, Lauren, please? Hello, my name is Lauren Parkinson, and I am a former Miss Galaxy Wales, former Miss Grand Wales, and now a current Miss World Wales finalist. There's a lot of formats in there. For, former this <laughs> I'm a queen, okay? Uh, I, queen of the world. <laughs> Joanna used that term in our interview, has queen. It's like, oh, it just makes you sound like you're over the hill. Yeah, maybe we are. <laughs> oh, good. Something to talk Yeah, to. I think I've rolled off of the hill. <laughs> it's all, you're on the way down, over the top of the hill and on the way down. Uh, guys, if you have <laughs> any questions for us, put them in the comments below. We're, we're going to keep it pretty casual. We're not going to make this super serious because I like having a bit of fun. Um, I know I've got a couple of questions from Instagram. But the point of what we're doing here is to, well, I guess, give back to the pageant community. And ever since I've started interviewing more in the UK, there's been a lot of, a huge amount of support and a lot of people interested in what I'm doing, which has been great. Um, I think I've got more interest in the UK in the first month than I did in probably 12 months in Australia. So if you have any questions, put them in the comments, because I think between Danielle's amount of experience and Lauren's experience and my sort of experience, I'm sure we can help. (laughs) And if no one puts any questions in, then we're just going to have fun because we've already had, I don't know if we call it fun yet. Uh, (laughs) We've we've had a few, we've had a few laughs. (laughs) Danielle said, I'm always open. Oh God! Um, oh, and and the cat is because normally what we'll have what normally what we'll do is uh, every week we'll have a different guest on, 
So underneath where it says this could be you, that's because this could be, not that you could be a cat, and that is actually my cat, but we'll have you on, um, and we've got no shortage of guests. Is everything okay in the background? I can... I just like, I didn't realize that was your actual cat. I thought you just took it off Google. Google pictures of the cat. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's my actual cat. <laughs> it actually looks like my cat, though, strangely enough. I told you in our interview, right, when your cat jumped on, I said, oh, that looks like my cat because he's part ragdoll and it's something to do with ragdoll. Yeah, they Here look kind of derpy. He's, um, yeah, he he's. I hold him, and he's like a baby. He's like a fur baby. He's like a koala. Oh, he's no. just. My cat does not let anyone near her. Well, that's she more like. Attack. That's more like a proper cat than my cat. Daniel, you've got a cat as well, don't you? I do. We're like crazy cat ladies in here. Aren't we? <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a ginger tom cat. He's not like your cats at all. He's the most extra attention seeking cat ever. He's just I like how annoying. this is a pageant and PJs and we're talking about cats. <laughs> no, right? We're going to start somewhere. <laughs> this is I'm what happens of... when you spend too long in the pageant world. You become delirious yeah. and cats replace your real friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Getting an insight into Danielle's social life. Uh, Maria Torres. Hello, Maria. Um, we, we have to have you on, Maria, as our guest. Bethany Blissett yeah, has said, hey. Yes, um, Lauren, your mum has said Lola. Does she mean Hola? That's my cat's name. No, Lola oh. is my cat's name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because Chloe has put Lola is scary. <laughs> Heather Hopkins has she said, is. I am also a crazy cat lady. Joanna Johnson <laughs> has said. I feel like the Hatchfields are just crazy cat ladies. Like, it's just going to happen. Joanna Johnson has said, Lola is so scary, she hates me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Danielle, do you know about Joanna and the whole Lush situation? I I do. I saw, I walked past today and I thought of Joanna. <laughs> so we need to say the word, the word Lush as much as possible. <laughs> oh god poor joanna i was just gonna say oh my she doesn't learn see joanna has put lola so scary she hates me she puts up all these things that now people can take advantage of if you want to now i just want to take <laughs> lauren's cat and follow joanna around and just oh. adrian she's leaving herself wide open there yeah yeah man. <laughs> she's i'm not dogs for me what yeah, you can say that, but don't say that she hates you. Um, Chloe has said, I am a dog mum, no crazy cat lady here. That's what all the crazy cat ladies say. I'm not a crazy cat lady, but I've got 10 cats. I Natalie preferred dogs until I had my cat, and now I'm like a crazy cat lady, and I just can't get enough of, like, every time I see a cat, I'm like, oh, come here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stealing cats on the side of the street. Joe, <laughs> Joanna has said, I told you about this, Adrian. Well, yeah. Um, sorry, Joe. <laughs> She's written, I'm leaving again. All right. Um, <laughs> let, let's start with what everyone's been up to since I last spoke to you. So obviously, Lauren, I spoke to you fairly recently. But Daniel, what have you been up to? Yeah. What, it's been a month? Yeah, just... 
Yeah, uh, more than that, I want to say now. Um, I can't even remember. Just preparing for Galaxy UK. Um, kind of now I've got a car traveling all over the UK. So last weekend I was at Chloe and Beth's Glitter Ball and then uh, drove all the way over to uh, Chirk, Wrexham to see Lauren. And uh, we had Patrick give a masterclass in makeup, which was organized by Lauren, Joanna and Chloe Lake, um, which was amazing. And then currently I am sat in a premiere in nearby in Blackpool um, and yesterday we attended the Little Miss and Junior Miss Team GB final last mm. night so new winners were crowned and tomorrow night will be the night where the new Miss Team GB will be crowned so that's currently where I am and um, I've taken a little bit of holiday off of work and I'm just here enjoying being in pageant land. The venue for Miss Team GB looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so amazing. cool. I've never seen a setup that looks like that and the stage and everything. Is, is that, I mean, obviously I've never been to it. Is that normally where it's held or is that the first time it's being held there? I think it's where it's always been held. Um, this was my first time attending. I'd never mm. been to Miss Teen GB before. So um, I was actually really blown away. The girls have so much confidence. I wish I sat there in my seat thinking, why did I not do this when I was their age? And I probably would have had a couple more decades of pageantry uh, <laughs> under my belt. <laughs> I think you've got enough decades of pageantry under your belt. I don't know. I don't know if that would be, but I, I take your meaning. Like if they're halfway as confident um, and well-spoken as I think they are at that age, I mean, I, I yeah. wouldn't be able to speak like that on a stage. Oh, the girls last night were amazing. And I think combined between just the two age groups last night, it was like £34,000 that they'd yeah. raised for charity. That's insane. Which is amazing. Like, what an achievement for at such a young age. I think one of the girls had raised £10,000. I think Ellie, who won junior one, raised £10,000. By herself. Yeah. But, yeah, that, it's yeah. just incredible. See, this is, this is one thing I, I do want to ask about is because here in Australia, it's hard to, and I know because I've helped a few of the girls, it's hard to raise even $100, let alone $10,000. And 10,000 pounds would be basically $20,000. So how do, I don't understand how one person can raise that much money. That's, in, that's crazy. Just events that like you've got to like get the events going, sponsorships. So do like sponsored walks, mm. skydives, whatever you can get out there. And it's I think sometimes though it's hard because you're constantly calling upon your family and friends to help you out. Mm. So if you could put on something that could get more people involved from all over. Yeah, I've asked. My family um, and friends have got to a point now where they're kind of like, stop asking us for money now. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. My like, because it's been like a good almost four years now, and I'm like, okay, I think it's time to stop asking them. They've given enough over the years. I, I, but it's I, always coming up with new ideas, and I think that's where the the young ones kind of do so well because they don't overthink it. They just plan these things, and their parents help them out so much that yeah. they kind of have got the amazing ideas to really get get it going and 
that's so kind, good to see. I'm kind of interested to know what um, what sort of ideas they have because the young ones they're not held back by sort of exper- past experience in a way, so they'll go mm. for anything. Mm. Um, so I'd love to know what they do because we we've tried a few different things here because. Well, I mean, events here, it's difficult to get anyone to turn up to events here in, in Australia for some reason. Um, but from what I've seen, the events that you guys do in the UK, they work. I don't know why they don't work yeah. here. It's the strangest thing. So, but still, gee, £34,000, that's, that's amazing. Um, Lauren, do you want to catch us up? Uh, I mean, obviously, you've had the event since we did our interview. So why don't you catch us up with what's happening? Yeah, so we had our, obviously, the Sunday I spoke with you, we had our event just after that. Um, So that was me, Chloe, and Joanna. And then, obviously, Patrick, who is part of the UK Mm -hmm. Glam Squad, came and done, like, a makeup demonstration. So that raised £780 um, for Mind Mental Health Charity and Beauty with a Purpose. So we're super proud of that. And now Patrick's donated so many like other things to a raffle. So we're going to do that as well online. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's been amazing. And I think so far I'm like setting my year off on a really good foot and I'm really positive for next year. Yeah. How's the, um, how are you feeling about the skydive? I'm not doing a skydive. Yes, you are. (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to come with me, yeah, then. Lauren. We'll do together. I don't. Yeah, and yeah, Danielle would, is someone who's up for anything, so probably shouldn't have Danielle mentioned. She'd be out there. She'd be like, "Come on, girl." <laughs> I'll be the one. I'll be kicking her out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I I should mention to Joanna because jo- I, th- I think it was Joanna on our interview who said that. I mentioned that, Joanne, have you done a skydive? Because this is, would be how you get your revenge on Lauren, is it, obviously make her go with, on a skydive. Or the times that you said, <laughs> mate, lush. Um, or, also, just before I forget, I, I'm going to go to the comments soon. Everyone's still talking about cats, I think. But, um, Danielle, do you, <laughs> do you want to show everyone what you're wearing? Just Absolutely. So... You can't do the first ever UK pageant podcast without wearing a UK themed onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be done. I'm not going to lie. Shamefully, this was already in my wardrobe. I didn't buy it especially. For some reason, <laughs> I already had a UK flag onesie. And I thought, okay, if we're doing a PJ theme, I've got just the outfit. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I will say, um, Daniel had a few technical difficulties before we jumped on. Tech, technology and Daniel don't seem to go well together. But um, if we – I think Daniel would like to have a theme every week. She suggested it. So I'm sure her <laughs> wardrobe is going to make up for her lack of technical skills. I mean, Lauren, what have you got? Me? I've just got, oh, I don't even know if you can see it. I'll have to twist this down. I've got the T-shirt that I did, which says, all we want is world peace. And it's from Project Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I've just got it. I'm actually in my pajamas because it, I've only just woken up because I only had four hours sleep. But I've got a... <laughs> This thing I've had like for flounder. like <laughs> I've had well speaking of cartoons like uh, I've got a minion shirt on can you see I don't there, know why see? but I thought you were going to have a minion shirt on oh my god that is so weird Yeah see so I do have a minion <laughs> t-shirt on and the, just 
out of in that that thing in the background that's a target for gun practice that i've actually shot at in america just on a completely oh, wow. unrelated note and i was really good at shooting so i must okay, be so american on the outside of you jesus okay it's like all my nightmares coming together in one go all right <laughs> so um I'm going to get started to the in the questions. Let me just go through the comments. Chloe, oh god, there's a lot of comments. Yeah. So where are we going? Ellie said I have four cats. I can't get enough. Oh wow. Chloe, thank you, Chloe. Chloe has said you guys look lush tonight. Lush in capital letters. Uh, questions. I can hear myself, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, Maria has said, Maria Torres, that is, I think people tend to support the younger girls versus the older ones. They want to help them and encourage, etc. Sometimes you don't want to say no to a child, where to an adult is easier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Lauren already said it gets hard. <laughs> that, Lauren and Danielle both said it gets harder the more you ask for some ask for money. I had a Miss World Australia contestant say the same to me. She's felt bad about asking for money because she's done it before and people kind of don't understand why do you keep asking me for money so um well, why don't we actually pause there for a second ask you guys because both of you are not are no longer teenagers let's put it that way so in terms of raising money what <laughs> danny so was rolling like her eyes like and lauren is trying to say that we're old <laughs> That was the most politically correct way that I could put I'm it. Still a teenager at you're heart. no longer teenagers. You're now entered your thirties, <laughs> and you should now be an adult. <laughs> now time to adult. Says so, says the girl wearing the UK onesie. <laughs> but in terms of if someone came to you and asked, okay, I'm having problems raising money. What what advice would you guys give if if that was a question without further context? Like, mm. I mean, let's start with Danielle. Where, what has worked well for you in the past, and maybe what has not worked well? I would definitely say think outside the box. Try and think of something that no one else has done. Um, for me, I found great success in creating and um, producing robes, charity robes. That's right. Um, so what I did last year was um, I found a supplier that could make me um, beautiful purple robes. And then what I did was customize the back of them, put the girls' titles on them. So I thought it would be really nice photo opportunity, wear it while you're getting your hair and makeup done. Um, and it's just like another little touch of personalization to your journey. Um, and I kind of come up with that and now it's really taken off. So this year I'm doing mm. it again, but now it's opened up to other pageants and so now i've just created some for yemi um i've oh, got cool. done pardon oh, that's really cool yeah so i kind of it was something a little bit different and inventive um do something a little bit like that even if, if you're doing team maybe do personalized um pencil cases because you all go to school right so that's I something feel like people support something when they get something back so if it's like a product or a ball where they can sit down and have a meal and enjoy the time with their friends. Like when I did the t-shirts, I sold about 70 of them and I was just so happy with that. Like people always prefer when they get something back. So raffles were always good, good one as well. Cause people have the opportunity to win prizes. 
Yeah. Um, I actually took a marketing course the other day and interestingly enough, they said it's a lot easier to sell physical products than it is something mm -hmm. that's not physical. So obviously the robes are physical yeah. <clears throat> and you come dying here and you get to keep them as well as a memento, which is really nice. And obviously they look really nice. Um, and then yeah. I think events and things like that are, are the same because you actually go to have an experience. So absolutely. Um, Lauren, what about yourself? Would you have any general advice for how to fundraise or anything to stay away from? Yeah, so what I thought, and this is one of probably the, the events that stood out to me so far, mm -hmm. is um, Poppy did an Ariana Grande night where she got a tribute act in who looked exactly like Ariana Grande. And it was just after the Manchester mm -hmm. bombing. Um, I don't know whether oh, you wow. heard about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, everyone um, did, yeah. So she had... It kind of had that more personal touch onto the event as well. So she was raising money for the survivors and for the Christie. So I think that worked out so well for her. And there were so many people there. I was so surprised. And there was little kids there because obviously they love Ariana Grande. So they were up dancing. So that, yeah. I thought that was a very good idea. Um, and it was the whole experience as well. And I think what's worked well for me, so... I did like an afternoon tea party. So that mm -hmm. was a good experience as well. And people came and they had like a good um, chance to meet people from all over different systems. The t-shirts was also a really good idea. I was so surprised how many people bought those. Mm. Um, and obviously like a little percentage of that went to making the t-shirts and then to the charity and full postage as well. That was really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that all sounds good. <clears throat> I'm I'm going to just have a coughing fit. Don't die, don't die, don't die. I'm actually I'm fine. It's just having like four hours here. sleep. You just like my my voice is not working yet. Uh, Jessica Bacchus, sorry I'm late. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Natalie Pervis, this will help Lauren. I did a skydive a few weeks ago. Dot 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 dot. I hated it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. I don't think I'm going to do one. <laughs> jo Joanna has said that she's skydived twice yeah oh wow uh guys if you have any questions put them maria uh, danielle maria has said bring the onesie to training it's coming <laughs> with me it's coming <laughs> just gonna wear I'll it everywhere it with my heels <laughs> okay uh bro i don't want to butcher this name but i think it's brogan brogan perrin has asked Hey girls, did either of you have any insecurities when you started out? I'm going to guess that you still do. You're not human if you don't have insecurities, but I'll let the girls answer in a sec. Oh, if so, how did you get over them? I'm currently working through my own as I haven't long started my pageant journey. So this is an interesting one in just in terms of not just the securities, but if you start, where do you start? Because pageant land can be overwhelming at the start. Once you're in with a family, like it's great. But starting can be yeah. hard. So um, anyone want to take that one or who wants to go first in terms of getting over securities, insecurities? I have a good story about Danielle because my first pageant was when I first met Danielle. So I obviously, my biggest thing was, you know, moving. I enjoyed the Miss Wales experience and then moving on from that, I had tattoos. So I was so scared to do like a swimsuit round. And the one piece of advice that's always like stuck in my head is Danielle was like, what was it um strategic dress and yeah you're like, if you've got a you tattoo to, like, somewhere to hide it yeah i was so scared of like covering it what do i do oh my god i've got to get up on stage in a bikini what are they going to think of me 
So that was like one thing, one of my biggest insecurities was trying to hide those. Mm. Um, Cause obviously I, I was young when I got them. I really don't like them now. <laughs> and it's all I always think swimsuit is like a tough one, but if your pageant hasn't got a swimsuit, then you obviously still want to look healthy on stage and, you know, be mm. confident in, in your own skin. So I think just really finding your feet and going to the gym working out I always think helps me like a positive mind and positive body is one thing that I really really find helps me if I'm stuck in a rut I'm like go to the gym your mind will be clear (laughs) and if you need a gym membership Danielle works at one so we've got you covered you can come to my gym you just need to get like an aeroplane, a train, <laughs> rickshaw, <A> rickshaw. <laughs> and all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, um, for me, my biggest insecurity was my speech. Um, I have dyslexia and sometimes that affects how I think and how it comes out of my mouth. I will think of two words and they will be jumbled up. And by the time they go from my brain and out my mouth, they are those two words combined so public speaking for me was always a massive struggle for me so you know i've come quite far to be on the old uk pageant podcast so i'm not doing too bad with the old public speaking now but that was definitely my biggest hang up was kind of i could i could rock the stage you know i'd got dancing background Mm. i could fake it till i made it on stage but when it came to being a public public figure there we go a public figure, um, speech was always something that I struggled with. I kind of had a stammer and, you know, I really struggle with my words sometimes. So that's kind of, that's something that I'm working on consistently. And that will always be a part of me that I can't change. So you just kind of roll with it. Wow. I think makes me different. Fake it, fake it till you make it. A lot mm. of people believe that, and a lot of people put on this act when they go into interviews, and that's one thing that they can really get like caught up in is they think they have to be this and be that to to do pageants, and you really don't. You just have to be yourself. Mm. And I think the judges really appreciate someone that can walk in the room and own who they are one hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when I say fake it till you make it, I mean don't fake. A whole persona or personality. Oh but no! Yeah, I think when you when I use the term "fake it until you make it," I, I mean like you, sometimes you don't always feel the most confident, but sometimes you have to put your confidence coat on, even though and you don't feel like the most confident. And, and, and then that's, that's you just go for it. Let that adrenaline take over your body and go. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you got to find what works for yourself. So I understand, but I mean, I've said on multiple occasions that the idea of fake it till you make it, I don't really believe it in terms of what Lauren is saying, definitely, because you don't want to fake being someone else. But at the same time, what Danielle was saying is like, you you got to give yourself a confidence boost. I mean, it doesn't do anyone any favors if you go into a pageant or any in life and talk yourself down before you have to perform. I mean, there's no point doing it. You've got to be your best friend. Yeah, you've got to be like, in the mindset as well like before you get on stage like i am this i am that i'm amazing get on that stage and like shake Mm. all the shake all the bad stuff off and get on stage yeah well you gotta you gotta fire yourself up right i mean there's no i mean literally if you if you built like for me going to the gym like you break a sweat that helps you feel better like when i was coaching tennis players you have to have a warm-up not just to warm up but because when you break a sweat you're going to feel better than if you go in there and you're cold so I think that makes perfect sense. But I, I just want to say, like, Danielle, what you just told me, I had no idea you had dyslexia. 
and all the all the speech yeah. problems so like that's amazing not that you not the story i mean the story is amazing but i never would have guessed that yeah i hide it really well well i wouldn't say you hide it i mean you've overcome it maybe it's, it's something that i work on every single day it, it flares up a lot more when i get nervous okay but, um it's kind of a part of me i can't really change so just kind of have to take a deep breath and think about the words that i'm going to say and hope they come out fine well it's funny because i was i was telling i don't know where i put this i've put it I've, I've done so much social media i can't remember where i put things but i was saying that the reason that i because as soon as i mentioned doing this podcast to you daniel after we did our interview and the reason yeah. i wanted you on it was because i thought you spoke so well so for me, it's just really <laughs> ironic that you now tell that story. I'm like, really? Because I never would have yeah. guessed it. So I think because it has been an insecurity, it's something that I wanted to work on, and that's something kind of that I want to be known for being a good public speaker. Yeah. So when you're bad at something and you work really, really hard at it, you tend to get pretty good at it. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So that's kind of maybe maybe why, because I've actually worked on it quite a bit. Yeah, that, that's... There you go, then all that hard work has paid off. <laughs> What's well, fascinating? All that talking. Because they, they do draw the difference, like with Olympians, saying what, how do these people get to the top of their sports? And they did a study. And it turns out it wasn't talent. Everyone thought all oh, these Olympians are just talented. Actually, it turned out it wasn't specifically hard work, but it was that they, all these Olympians had someone that believed in them, even if that person was themselves, they had to be themselves. It wasn't talent. It was the belief that they could do it one day and then the rest of it was just sheer hard work. And very often the hard workers overtake the talented athletes um, just, just a little bit later on in life. Uh, but let's move on. Jessica Barclay's a question in capitals. Um, do you, <laughs> question. Do you think people should openly moan on social media? Seeing an increase in complaining pageant ladies in the last few weeks. Only in the last few weeks, Jessica, because in Australia, it's like <laughs> every single day. Um, I'll just chime in and say, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, and I hate people looking for sympathy on social media. Uh, yeah. But I come mm -hmm. from a very sort of tough love background. So I also won't jump on someone who's asking for sympathy and say, oh, my God, you should just shut up. Like, I understand sometimes people are in a bad way. Not everyone's like me, um, mm. but I don't, I, I don't like it. I think if you need help, as someone who struggled with mental health, um, I, I think it's better to go. You're not going to find it on Facebook. <clears throat> no, and also it, I think it looks bad if a director or another competitor or someone who might judge you one day, like on a pageant judging panel, has seen that you're complaining all the time. And that has been a real issue here in Australia. They just know you as a negative person and it subconsciously affects them when they look at you. They know you as the complaining person. But mm. at the same time, I'm not going to tell someone what to do. I mean, if you want to jump on social and complain, go for it. I'll, be, I'll, I'll turn you off. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll unfollow you. Cause... Yeah, I do feel like if you have a complaint, say you've just competed in a pageant and you take to Facebook to rant about the that's pageant, I don't think that's healthy at all. Go to the director or someone involved in the pageant 
discuss with them you know you're all adults you know how to have a discussion and a debate with someone Mm. but then I do find that there's this kind of within the UK everyone keeps everything to themselves Mm. and that's why on the pageant advice and motivation group I tend to encourage people to openly give their opinions but also respect other people's opinions so I think there was like a a discussion between countries and do you think it's right to represent a country if you've got heritage there so I openly started that conversation to get people talking about and to also understand other people's opinions on it and I think that's where we go wrong sometimes as people can't understand other people's opinions so I do Mm -hmm. think there's a way to go about it and have a healthy discussion about certain subjects that are maybe don't want to be discussed but you need to discuss them in order to understand them more yeah Absolutely. I want to add to that the the kind of that advice group that you have is a fantastic platform. If you do want to seek advice, it's a private group. I don't know if it's it's private, isn't it? Yes. It, yeah. I approve yeah. members to be in there and it's, approve. Members, so if there's anything a, that isn't fitted for that group, I'm just like no delete. Absolutely. So it's a platform where you're expected to get questions about the pageant industry in there. You haven't just gone onto your personal Facebook where it's open to god knows how many people are on there you've gone to a specific place to get advice or to openly open up a discussion about something i it it really depends what you're talking about on Mm. your you know what you're complaining about nobody wants to crown a negative nancy so just avoid whinging um yeah in terms of making complaints i mean i complain a lot on twitter but that's to brands when they've like annoyed me. Pretty much. <laughs> like, my order is three days late. Sort it out. <laughs> that's that's not complaining though. See, that's <laughs> that that's a thing. Um, like this, I well, so because what Lauren was saying in terms of the group and asking these questions to sort of promote discussion, that's super important. And this might be yeah. a UK thing. Repressing things is not a good idea. Like you, you should have some way of dealing with it. But what I found, for example, is that let's say someone doesn't win a pageant and they're upset, mm. right? Yeah. And and they say that they think that let's say they thought the judging was not all above board. Right. So yes, but yeah. it's one thing to say I didn't agree with the judging. Okay, statement. That's yeah. fine. But it's very different to say, oh my god, OMG, that that pageant was so you know, SHIT, the judging was rigged. Like you're talking about the same situation, but there's a right way to go about it and a very wrong way. And also what Danielle was saying about context. Think of pageants like a job. Mm. Yeah. I always say use your inside voice. (laughs) Yeah. Use your inside voice. Well, some people don't have inside voices. If you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Big up Louise on that one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's keep going, 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 going. Jessica Barclay said, I'm currently getting my tattoo removed. It's very painful. Oh, Lauren, your mum has said you played tennis. She was, yeah, I did. She was very good. Was? Yeah, I played tennis for Wales back when I was, I think, between the ages of 9 and 11. And, and then I gave it up to do dance and football. I think we just found our theme for next week. What's that? What, tennis? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I've got my racket downstairs. (laughs) Sweatbands. 
You've got your K-Swiss trainers. Who's the um, tennis player at the big hair? <laughs> um, man or man or woman? The guy. Does he wear a headband? Yes. McEnroe. There was a filmmate. Yes. Or Who covers McEnroe? McEnroe had the big <laughs> curly one. Beyond Borg, Beyond Borg yeah. had the. He was a Swedish guy with a kind of long mullety style, like an ABBA person. No, it was McEnroe because he had the big sweatband and the big hair. Yeah, McEnroe was the one with the temper. The the you cannot be serious. Yeah. That that he's that guy. I had temper when you I played tennis. I was so bad. If I'd lose, I used to smash my racket on the floor. <laughs> I can imagine you doing that, Lauren. <laughs> I I can't. But I gotta say, because no, I was, I had such a bad temper as a kid. I was so competitive, and I still am now. Uh, all my years coaching kids, a number of times the kids have come up to me with a racket, and they show me their racket, and the racket is bent. And rackets these days are almost impossible to bend. They're really strong. And I'll look at some of them, and they're bent in, you know, and there's a crack in it. <laughs> and I'll ask them like, "What did you do to your racket?" And I say, oh, nothing. And like, really? Because you could these days are actually strong enough. You can throw them at the floor. There's a video um, of a pro player having a tantrum, and he threw the racket at the floor headfirst. But they bounce, and it bounced back up, and handle hit him straight in the jaw, in the face. Oh, and of no. course, he got more annoyed because you're trying to have a temper, and now you look like a like an idiot. Um, but you be careful when you <laughs> throw your rackets. Uh, <laughs> we, we, I said, we're talking 20% pageantry and 80% just pretty much nonsense, but that's what I, <laughs> what I wanted. Don't want to be serious all the time. Uh, but Lauren, you have mm -mm. to show me your tennis skills. Danielle also says she's good at tennis. Yeah, I'm pretty decent at tennis. I've been to Wimbledon a few times. Not played at Wimbledon, oh, but oh, watched. <laughs> when you say you've been to Wimbledon a few times, you need to clarify <laughs> that statement for us. <laughs> Jumping onto court, <laughs> racket in hand, in my whites. Oh well, then in that case, when I come over to the UK, we just need one more, one more person who can play, and we can play doubles. Three is oh, a horrible number yeah. for tennis. Let's do it. I'll have to practice. To find a, who's, who's good at tennis in the pageant world? Calling out for a tennis lover in the pageant world. Any tennis calling players out, out there? Calling out. <laughs> This could be you. <laughs> uh, Jessica Barclay said, all the best people are dyslexic. Uh, oh. Kaylee it's Williams, a here's, here's a question. What made you decide to take part in pageants? Who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll take the lead. <laughs> um, I'll answer that. Um, I think I told you my pageant story before in my, my in our previous interview. Um, I used to watch it as a child on TV and I was kind of in awe of these women and I never thought that I could do it. And then when I got to university, um, there was a student night out and someone handed me a leaflet to enter Miss Bedfordshire. And then that evening I went back and sent an email and just decided to go for it. So um, I actually entered some online heats a few years as well. Uh, yeah, actually like three years of the route to that, I'd done a few online pageants because I was a little bit too scared to get on stage. Because uh, in case they asked me an on-stage question, I was really scared about that. Um, mm. So that's kind of like what spurred me on, really. Someone else that actually physically handed me a leaflet and said, you should do Miss Bedfordshire. It was just kind of like, okay, I've been doing these online pageants, but maybe I should get on stage. <laughs> Was that the one where you started talking about miscongeniality and world peace? Yes, I did send 
I was going to say, now you've got the whole t-shirt. Yeah, so I basically, after I got that leaflet, I put it in my little clutch bag, took it home, and then I sent an email in the early hours of the morning saying, I want world peace. <laughs> and um, what else? I think I even asked them, what do, what can I, I think I'd be really good in the talent round because I'm a dancer. Like, what was I thinking? I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually know. put that in my email. They apparently liked my enthusiasm, so I got a place. <laughs> <laughs> All's well that ends well. Uh, Miss yeah, Parkinson, what did, why, why did you get into pageantry? What got you started? I didn't even know what a pageant was. So a friend of mine from high school had done Miss Wales, and she put on Facebook about how much of a good experience it was, and I was like... Hmm oh, well, if she can do it, I want to do it. So I kind of entered and thinking it was like more of a modeling contest. Um, and then I was there and it was kind of like, oh God, what is this? <laughs> what did I get myself into? <laughs> and then I walked on stage and it was just such a fun weekend. I was like, oh my God, I need to do another one. I was like, I've definitely caught the pageant bug. So weird. And Adrian, how did what? you get into pageantry? Yeah, this is what I, yeah. What was your first pageant? <laughs> you you joke about that, but I've had so many people say, do you, you know, you, you should enter a pageant. You would this, you would that, you would enjoy this, you would appreciate this. And I'm like, I, I look, I'm already going to bed at two in the morning and waking up at six. I don't, if I was to take part in a pageant, I would want to do it properly. I know that much about it. So it's not something I'd want to do um, and only do like 50%. But I mean, I think this is part of, as you get older, you begin to know yourself and you get to know what you're good at. And I like using my time to obviously do the interviews and do that side of it because not a lot of people can do that stuff. So if I was to enter a pageant, I'd be spending a lot more time on myself and that would take away from stuff like this and i'd rather do stuff like this but if you're asking me how i got started in pageants that was that's a long story do we really want to hear that danielle yep story uh i will say if you want the really really long version then you can watch the interview that um natalie carley and emma rose collingridge they interviewed me they asked me this because apparently everyone wants to know. So there's like a 20-minute version there or something like that. Even once... my boss asked me today in work. About what? Why? <laughs> because she knew about the live stream and she's like, so why does he do it? How do you <laughs> get into it? And I was like, I'll ask him. <laughs> I, I got asked this the other day at, at Miss World. Someone's like, oh, you could do, you do that pageant podcast, right? It's like, yes. Um, well, okay, <laughs> so... Way, way, way back when, um, coaching tennis. Now, I was coaching tennis eventually at an all-girls school, a private girls' school here in Sydney, which is a very affluent one. Private means you're paying $10,000, $20,000 a year. I saw that was firsthand where I got to first see the particular problems that girls have, and not saying that guys don't have them, but girls have particular problems. Um, and I'm always someone who wants to help. So I became fascinated with women's empowerment. So that was a women's empowerment set. Uh, and then I started interviewing 
this was just women in general. So I interviewed recording artists in New York, for example. It wasn't just pageant girls, but I interviewed my first pageant girl, who was Tasha Ross over here in Australia. And then I went to a fundraiser for her pageant. And then I met some other pageant girls. I told them what I did and they wanted to be interviewed. And then in pageantry, you meet one pageant girl, then you go to an event, you meet two more, and then those two introduce you to two more and then two become two more. Eventually, I was interviewing so many pageant girls that I thought, okay, I better start a dedicated pageant thing because otherwise people are going to think all I do is interview pageant girls. And that was last year, probably 18 months ago to be exact. Um, and that was the pageant project. And then the pageant project became a lot bigger than what it had spouted off from. So now I just do the pageant project. I don't do the thing that it came from. So that's how it started. Why do I do it? Because it's fun. Um, but also I love hearing stories. Like I love hearing the stories behind the scenes. Like even what Danielle was saying about being dyslexic, like those sorts of being out, helping someone to tell that story is super important to me because otherwise people will just look at you and go, oh, you're, you're, you're pretty face, your life is perfect, you know, you, easy for you sort of thing. People don't understand that, yes, you can look a certain way, but you don't know what went on behind the scenes. Like I, I know Lauren, obviously we talked in your interview, you've been through a lot of stuff. I know I've been a lot of stuff. I'm sure Danielle has been through a lot of stuff. And to me, that's the most important thing is helping people tell that story because it helps give context. So that was the short answer. If you want the long answer, then <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut up now as I just keep talking. Uh, <laughs> Maria... <laughs> Don't encourage me. Maria Torres has said <laughs> Mr. Galaxy. So Maria, are you actually doing Mr. Galaxy? Because I did see it on the website. So if you're doing... So that was crowned back in the UK. I... And I think Duncan won um, the year I handed over, was it? We did like a little mock pageant in the lobby of the hotel <laughs> was there a sash uh, no i think he won sarah pritchard's crown and we just oh. put that on his head <laughs> i i will say though it would be super awkward now as well because most like in the uk quite a few people know me i would feel super awkward like being judged by them i would feel like i'd i'd be getting biased one way or another so i don't want to cause that for people so I don't now yeah, that you don't actually, want people to say it was a fix if you win. Yeah, but then I also don't want people to judge me down because I don't want to say that. So it's like I've kind of made it <laughs> awkward for people now. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. Um, okay. So aside from that, I had a couple of questions on Instagram. Did you guys get any questions um, responses yeah, to that? Yeah, I did. Check. I had. I'll let you guys um, go first because I got a couple here. So I had the same one. Why did you decide to participate in pageants? And mm -hmm. then um, what is something you want the judges to know about yourself? Okay. Um, Daniel, do you have any? I have nil point. Nil <laughs> no <what>? questions. <laughs> I've got... Bad. <laughs> pageant girls in the UK aren't on form. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. No, I have got a question. I have got a question. I'm lying. <laughs> Tips for coming up with ideas for opening and fashion wear. Thank you, Emily, for that question. Um, oh my god, finding a dress is like the hardest thing ever. It really is. I, I still haven't planned my galaxy wardrobe yet. Oh Adrian, what's interest? What's Pinterest going on with you, Danielle? Boards are like the thing. Okay, so what was the question, Danielle? Remind me because I need to type it so we have it, it below. It is. 
Tips for coming up with ideas for opening slash fashion wear. I think we should just okay. put tips for outfits. Yeah, so <laughs> me personally, I like things that have never been done before. I'm a bit weird. I don't like going by the status quo. I don't like doing the usual thing that everyone else is doing. Um, I don't know if you saw my fashion wear from Galaxy this year, this March. Very different to anything that had been done before. It had one leg and it had one arm. Um, completely green, Swarovski, beaded sparkly number um i don't know why but in my head i just wanted something really different and i think i saw a picture of david bowie wearing a one arm one leg outfit and i was inspired by david bowie and then i saw a few other people did it i think rihanna did something and mm. then this is years ago just something similar but it wasn't exactly what i had in my mind um, and then a few months later Jen jennifer lopez wore a one leg one arm outfit so, <laughs> I started something clearly. I need to have a word with Donatella Versace because she made that outfit for JLo. <laughs> and now you're wearing a UK onesie. You are at the fashion forefront, Danielle. You're on the bleeding edge. It's going to be all the rage. We're going to be wearing this next season, I tell you. Trend setter. <laughs> um, so, so, Lauren, as, as someone who's a mere mortal, not the fashion trend setter that Danielle is, what tips do you have for outfits? So I, my strength is always fashion wear. I always recycled an old dance costume, turned it into like a complete hit. Some would say a miss and some would say a bedazzled diaper, but I love my bedazzled <laughs> diapers. So bye to the haters. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I just got an image of a bedazzled rug rat in my head on stage and um, I don't know if you've seen it, but I did an amazing red fashion wear for Galaxy. I think Maria would say it's probably one of her favorites. Um, and I loved it. It was like the best thing ever that I just loved it 100%. Um, and some unknown, unnamed site decided to throw it up there and do a little thing with it. Got people to rate it. I wasn't... It was just one of those. It is what it is. But um, I, okay. yeah, I, so I used recycled dance costumes. And then for handover at Galaxy, I did another one of my old dance costumes and added like a coat onto it. But evening gown, I've always struggled with evening gown. That's never been my strong point. Mm -hmm. um, so evening gown struggled with, but I feel like I'm getting there. Getting there now. And then interview. I think opening number, though, as well, if that's what the question she was asking for, tips on opening number. Yeah. I always look at, like, previous people, and if I like something from someone's or so from something else and then kind of pull it together, or sometimes I go on um, everything £5 and pull off a dress from there that's £5 because it's only opening number and it's not judged. <laughs> I saw a post, um, you, you were discussing it with uh, Stephanie Hill, isn't it? Um, and yeah, talking about yeah. how to get stuff for bargain basement prices, like a eBay and stuff. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think Stephanie passed her eBay crown to me last night, just saying. So, yeah, we saw Stephanie last I've night. Had some ins I'm going to pull my eBay up for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've had some Billy bargains in the past but there is a shop called everything five pound and i think it's under five pounds and right. i think that for uk power pageant 
I got my opening number from there. Just a gold sequin number. That's all we needed. All right, Danielle. I have a Sherry Hill two-piece in white. Top completely bedazzled, crystallized. You can't really see very well from the photo. Oh, yeah. Sherry Hill two-piece. Oh, yeah. Take a guess how much I paid for that. £50. Pounds. £25. Pounds. Sparkly little blue number. I might wear this for my opening. So I might have a round, but trust me to get the one that isn't scored. Sherry Hill, little mini number. Oh, wow. Take a guess oh, how wow. much I got that for. Lauren Europe. Uh... 32. 30. Ooh, oh, close. <laughs> I was like, so close. It was good. <laughs> I was like, I saw it on eBay the other week. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you were bidding against Daniel. How were you? <laughs> but I think the Pierce de Resistance has to be to this incredible. Lauren, you already know the price of this one, so you're, you're, yeah. you're exempt from this. Told me last night. Is I actually, oh God, where is it? It's my short Sherry Hill. I don't have it. I think it's in my car. Um, it's a mini Sherry Hill. Oh, I can't get the picture up. You can see how many Sherry Hills I've bought there, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> eBay is the one. And I'm so sad that I've just shared this with everyone because now everyone's going to know my secrets and everyone's going to be fighting me for clothes on eBay now. bidding against so. each other. That yeah. is gonna happen now let the cat out of the bag there on that one but that's kind of my secret you get it on ebay cheap well i still think you guys will save money as opposed to buying them new but no pageants can be expensive and i think finding a sponsor in the uk is so hard well i know it's super hard in australia as well and i discussed this on the australian podcast one of the problems we have here is that girls don't know how to um they don't approach sponsorship professionally i guess that's the best word way to put it so oh, yeah. for example they'll approach a sponsor who they don't know and they won't say they'll finish it with rather than like a your sincerely or kind regard to be like you know with x's and o's and it's just like no that's oh. if you're approaching someone for sponsorship the money now yeah yeah but they also don't they don't say specifically what they'll give in return for the money and if you ask yeah. them for money that's the hardest thing uh. to get it's a lot harder than... See, that's than... the bulk of the email, really, that yeah. you send um, or the phone call that you make. You need to make it clear. Like, if you was the one receiving that phone call, you want to know what's in it for me. I'm a business. So you really have yeah. to make it really clear everything you can do for that person. If, you're, mm. if you've got a really big following, then that's great for them. Because, like, look, I've got X amount of followers. I would commit myself to five posts mm. in the run-up or, you know, let's do something where I come down. If, Say, for example, it's uh, one of my friends got sponsored by a dentist. Just go down there. Go down for a clean a clean and polished scale and polish. Film it. It's not the most flattering yeah. of things to film, but it's something you can take the business in it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Lauren, what were you You've saying? You've got to be creative. And as well, like... I feel like girls just say, do you want to sponsor me? And they're like, what is a sponsorship? And you like explain it to them and they think it's like they're just giving away money for no reason. Mm. And as well, I think 
a lot of the times that has happened and girls haven't returned any favors for yeah. them or like if it's a dress shop they haven't gone and modeled for them like they said yeah. they would and then that puts them off in the future so that pad that first pageant girl that they meet is set in the bar exactly. for everyone else yep. and i think you like yeah. i put a thread up on the support group and i said everyone post your sponsors and mm. if you post a sponsor you have to like everyone else's sponsors facebook page because that's the mm. only way we're going to do it is if we all team up together and support each other's sponsors then they potentially want to work with you in the future yeah yeah. And if every, if every girl if every pageant girl goes above and beyond for their sponsors, we'll have a good name in the industry for coming through on our word as well. So exactly. for all the girls oh. that are letting their sponsors down, it reflects badly on the entire community. So just don't do that. When you get a sponsor, just be so thankful for their sponsorship and go above and beyond to try and make them happy. Things like, you know, if the ticket's not included for the pageant, buy the, your sponsor their ticket. The ticket, mm. yeah. Buy them a bunch of flowers and some chocolates to say thank you. Little things like that. They go a long, long way. Yeah. Well, it's like my event from um, last week, well, the weekend. Um, so the sponsor obviously gave me the room for free, and I was so grateful for that because oh, it wow. gave me a space to actually hold the event. Yeah. So uh, last week I had a message off my friend who works for the paper. He was like, I want to run a story on it. I was like, make sure you say these sponsors, like, mm. um, like take my word for it now and put that into the story. And they've thanked the the sponsors that for the, the event. So it's, that's all you've got to do is just make sure that their name is put to everything that you do. Yeah. Um, I, I love the fact that we've covered the fact if one pageant girl screws a, pe a sponsor over that it makes everyone else look bad, especially if it's their first you experience. You have that on you, yeah. Yeah. You've Which, got to set that standard for the rest of us. Yeah, and what Danielle said about you you got to say what's in it for them, that's super important because I've, I've run a business myself. I know, Danielle, you've, you've run your own business for a bit as well. i, I got to tell you, if someone comes to me and asks me for money, it's not that I don't necessarily want to help you. But you've got to measure opportunity cost, which is, okay, you're asking me for, let's say, £100. What else could I spend that £100 on? And in this day and age, if you spend £100 on social media advertising in particular, that can get you in front of a lot of people. So if you're asking me for £100, it's got to be, you've got to work out exactly what you can offer in return. And if you don't have a giant social media following, because I know that I certainly don't, there are other ways that you can leverage it. Like my social on Instagram, for example, is just over a thousand. I've crept over a thousand, but I can tell you it's 85% women, 85% uh, women in the 18 to 35 age bracket. And out of those, probably all of them are pageant queens. I probably have one of the most ridiculously niche social media followings out of anyone. It's all pageant queens. But like, if you look at my Instagram followers, it's queen, queen, director, queen, director. And it's, so I don't, my point is I don't have a huge following, but I have an extremely niche following. So don't think you necessarily have to have a massive, like 20, 30,000 following um, to leverage it. I mean, if you do, that's great, but not all of us do. Um, so there, there's ways around it. You just got to be creative, but above all, be professional. Don't just say, hey, do you want to sponsor me? Because if you, if so you approach me, my answer would be no. In these podcasts. <laughs> what? Okay. So here, here. Sponsor us. All right. So let, let's turn it over to that. So Lauren, who would you like us to be sponsored by? Who, who would your dream sponsor be for us? Be Sherry Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, got Sherry Hill covered. I got a sick, yeah, literally my whole loft is Sherry Hill. 
it's like a Sherry Hill showroom. I was going to say, how can you keep buying things? You've already converted your loft. I mean, aren't you running out of room, Danielle? I've got quite a big loft. Not going to lie. Well, are you trying to... I, I think there needs to be some way that we can take, like we can turn our gowns and stuff into investments because you guys spend so much money on gowns and appearance and heels. Mm. It'd be really great if that money could actually grow over time rather than just sadly going the other way. Yeah. I mean, uh, I did rent never gowns. wants to buy anything secondhand anymore. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> I know, but... On, like, I think a great way to buy things is, like, through the pageant resale sites. Like, they're mm. so good. But it's, like, you put something up and they're, like, oh, you put it up for £60. They're, like, we take 30 It's, like, no, oh, I put this it up is, for 60 Yeah, this is not, like, you're not in a bazaar right now. This is <laughs> not a marketplace. Like, we, the we, price we, price. we We have that here in Australia as well. It's a pageant room and people can list things for sale. Um, and sometimes they do put... Like it's negotiable, and sometimes they don't. But um, open to offers, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind if people try it, like a, a couple of pound or whatever. That's fine. But when people, if you've got something listed like a thousand pounds, and people go, "Will you take two hundred pounds for it?" It's like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, like, no. I, I I thought for sure Lauren was going to say Taco Bell as her ideal sponsor. Yes. I know, but it's like coming up to pageant season now. <laughs> well, I can eat Taco Bell. Yeah, you can. So you can be sponsored by Taco Bell. I'll be sponsored by, like, a lettuce company. <laughs> <laughs> a salad bar. Please sponsor me. <laughs> Danielle, who would your sponsor ideal me? sponsor be? Um, I don't know. What would be my ideal sponsor? eBay. <laughs> eBay ambassador. Look, you can get anything on eBay. You can even buy cars on eBay. You can buy houses on eBay. Someone give me a house and a car. <laughs> We're talking about sponsorship, not just asking for gifts. But okay, all right. If anyone wants to give Daniel a house and a car. I like how you didn't just ask for a house or a car. You asked for a house and a car. It's like you got the whole package sorted out. And a Sherry Hill wardrobe. Mm. I interviewed um who was it Serena Serena Ritter over in the US and she works for McDougal and she goes around um she flies around all the time traveling in hotels spruiking McDougal going to expos dressing up celebrities and I was just listening to this going it's like literally a pageant girl's dream job going dream around job yeah yeah it's just it's Sign me up. what's her name you can find her on Facebook. Oh, you can go through uh, go through my um, interviews. Serena S A R Y N A, and her last name is Ritter R I T T E R. She's friends with. Um, I think Crystal. she was in Florida Crystal when Cavey. we were there. Danielle. Yeah. She's friends with she Crystal Cavey. Crystal Cavey, yeah. Oh, She's got I blonde know. Hair. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I, I think I'm friends with her on Facebook. Yep. Turn me off, Danielle. Yeah, I, I can recognize my um, voice now. Believe me, I've heard it more than I want to. <laughs> it's like, that's my voice. If one of you sounded like that, I'd be I'm deeply, gonna... deeply disturbed. I'm going to message her and be like, hey, sister, hook me up. I need a job. <laughs> Get me a MacDougall brand deal, please. 
She's um actually like if, if you if you do because she's very she's very business savvy. I really love what she's up to. So I think you'd get on wildly like wildly with her. She's really cool. Um, it's got about that American entrepreneurial spirit, and as everyone knows, Danielle basically is an American anyway. I think Lauren is really too, like Taco Bell and all this. It's all yeah. American food. It's, no one's hey, going. Like I like Nina. British food. It's like oh my I god, like... you can join now. You've got brunette hair. I know. I That's think Maria did it. I'm more Latina now with the dark hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren just. Um, <laughs> I'm interviewing um, Jessica Zapata, the Miss Bayesa Latina. Yeah. Uh, I think tomorrow. Yeah. And because of that, I've been freaking out so bad that I've been practicing saying Bayesa Latina because it's just, oh, I can't say it properly. Um, Maria has said, Maria Torres said, Danielle, I've bought many gowns on eBay, but I've been lucky with TJ Maxx, Nordstrom, and resale shops. Yes. I had an amazing find. We have TK Maxx out in America, they have TJ yeah. Maxx. <laughs> Um, I had an amazing find. I don't know why. What K J? Like, what's? I think that's I don't brothers. Know what's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> you can have UK and you can have the US. Okay, cool. Um, so I had an amazing find. So the dress I'm wearing tomorrow for Miss Teen GB. That's a TK Maxx find. Um, so it was in the clearance section, just so happened to be my size, which is always great. So popped it on, um, saw the price tag. It was only 30 pounds bonus. Great. Looks fabulous. You'll see tomorrow. Um, but I looked up the brand online and I saw that they are listed on Revolve. I don't know if you've heard of the Asian, you probably haven't yeah. heard of Revolve. Revolve. Lauren, you might have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like an American, um, they're, they're known for being quite hipster on social media, right. on Instagram. Um, they've got Olivia Colpo. I think Colpo, one of them, Miss Texas USA, had a dress on from there, and I was in love with it. And I looked on Revolve, and it was like $200. I was like, eh, okay, maybe next yeah. time. So the dress I'm wearing tomorrow was $380. Oh, wow. I got it for £30. So it's a bargain. So, Maria, I agree with you. TK Maxx is an amazing place to find gowns as well. Wow. Okay. Cause Joanna Johnson has said she needs tips on finding cheap outfits. So I think, um, Joanna has expensive taste though. Joanna was like, I'm not wearing anything that someone else has worn. <laughs> we have the dress here in the UK. There is a dress that everyone has. Lauren, you have it. I have it. Wait, it's which dress? It's one from ASOS, the stretchy teal number. Teal? I swear you've got it. It's like a tealy. Why does? So you're talking about the Piamichi that everyone's got with the? No, it's it's ASOS. It's like London's. Uh, oh no, city, I don't think I've city got goddess. That. City goddess. Oh, I got it in green. I bought it off Chloe Lake. Yeah, it's like yeah, green teal. Why does everyone <laughs> have this dress? It's like a dark green. What what is it about yeah, this like dress that? Because it was a gown that was really cheap on ASOS, so everyone snapped it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, okay. Not sure if I still got it though. I'm like looking in my wardrobe right now. <laughs> I definitely still I have a picture of it. Everyone, I swear, everyone has it. I swear, there's people that are watching this that has that in their wardrobe right now, and they haven't worn it because other people have worn it so much i've never heard of anything like this in australia it's like the one dress below, everyone has if you have 
Put a comment below if you have the green sea Water goddess dress. The green sea goddess dress. Is that what it what it is? City city goddess. City goddess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I think I got a photo of it on my Instagram. Let me see. Let's get them all up. We need to do a collage. I don't know because I delete my photos after a while. <laughs> oh, I I need to do that. Oh, uh, I think I deleted it. Yeah, I did. Sorry. I wore it to so many people wore it. I really want to know yeah. what this dress it's, looks like now that you said everyone wears it. And it's got one sleeve. I've seen a few mm -hmm. one sleeve dresses, but not in. Oh, no, I have seen a green one, but sparkly. But I, I can't say that I, I know the exact dress you guys are talking about. Um, whilst Danielle sees if she can find her um, the dress, there's a couple of questions here on my Instagram. Um, someone called Pal, or the username is Pal underscore Cos. She has asked, what is the most important thing to do while preparing for a pageant? Lauren, why don't you go first? Because Danielle's still looking for this dress. Um, for me, it's obviously there's a lot that goes into it. But one thing that really speaks to me is my mindset. I feel mm. like if you're not prepared mentally for something, it's going to get to you a lot more. So like when I went to MGI, it was a lot of late nights and a lot of early mornings, but I was already mentally prepared to do that. So I didn't find it difficult at all. Um, so that is probably one thing is the mentality of going to a pageant and knowing what you got to do and then just putting it into action. Because if you've got all the thought process in your head, mm. you are basically like, ready to go you've just got to move your feet and go for it yeah and miss grand was like a three-week pageant wasn't it yeah yeah it was, was it? um with like a hiccup at the start i tried to do the fake tears but that didn't work <laughs> what because <laughs> our luggage was overweight wasn't it so like qatar oh. airways were like charging us 385 so Ooh. i tried to put the fake tears on and be like i just want to get to an international pageant and he just said yeah you gotta pay though like give me the money <laughs> i had that problem as well when i went out to grand i could only take one case oh, i had the most horrible. amount of gowns with the least amount of luggage our India oh. had eight gowns, uh, eight not eight gowns, eight um, pieces of luggage. I think I have the dress. I have the dress too. Okay, so you. Sh <laughs> <laughs> Both Angelina's jolly leg pockets. <laughs> you two have even. Hang on, bring it back up. Have you two actually posed the same way as well? That Maybe. Lauren, hold yours up. I can't see yours. Oh, wait. What, what oh, are you showing us? You're showing us your apps. Lauren's got the hand on hip, and she's got her other leg through the um, showing. Oh, I did have that. I've got that pose You've as got well. You've got that one oh, as no, well. I've just got the hand on the hip, no leg. Hand on the hip, no leg, or... Oh, no, yeah, I've got it. There we go. There's a few selfies on there. I was going to say, <laughs> there's a lot of selfies in there. But for every photo that makes it, there's probably at least 28 in there that didn't. Oh, my goodness, right? Yeah. <laughs> Instagram life. So, Daniel, what are your, what's your most important thing to do whilst preparing for a pageant? Um, just to evaluate my life up until the run-up to that. Can I fit it in? Can I 
do I have time? Do I have to take time off of work? Um, financially as well. Like I know what I'm like when I get going mm. on a pageant. I kind of have really high standards of myself, and I have this idea of what it all wants to look like. And you know, if if I need if I want a new gown, then that's something I've really got to look at my finances yeah. for. Um, but also just my my general life is this something that's going to fit in, especially with you know the appearances and fundraising. Mm. It, it is a lot of hard work. Like people think you just rock up on a stage and you win a crown. Yeah. There's so much hard work that goes up into the run up of of getting onto that stage. So can you dedicate that time? That is probably my number one thing that I kind of evaluate before I sign up to something. Can I dedicate my a whole year or potentially two years if you win the international? Yeah. Two years of your life. Yeah. Absolutely. I will say I do know there are certainly cases where you basically do rock up and win a crown. There's no charity or any sort of appearances beforehand. So I do know it exists, but um, mm. I, I don't really know if those are really what I would call pageants. So I don't, I don't know if that's what pageantry really is about to myself. Uh, for me, okay. pageant is about doing all the work and the prep beforehand. And then if you win, continuing to do it afterwards, not just stopping because Absolutely. that also happens and it really annoys me. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll take one more. I got one for, and this is from someone over here in Australia. Uh, what do both- I got a question as well. Oh, cool. Okay, we'll do this and then we'll do that one. Um, so what do both of you prefer in comp, formal wear or fashion wear? Fashion wear. Be more creative with it. As much as I love the gowns, for me, fashion wear is a form of expression. Um, it's theatre as well. It's a little bit kind of theatrical, and I, I love that. I mean, Lauren, you come from a, a theatrical background as well. Mm. We love to be creative, and um, for me, it's just a form of expression. So that's why I really like. I really like fashion wear. I'd never done fashion wear until last year, so now oh, I'm wow. a big fan. Okay, yeah, I remember you saying that, um, Lauren. What about you? Formal fashion. Swipe left, well, swipe right. There's also the swimsuit round as well. So mm. are we just choosing out of those? Just out of formal and fashion, I'm afraid. I'm just okay. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, so <laughs> it would have to be fashion wear then. It really would. But now I'm gonna have formal wear because there's no fashion, there's no swimsuit, it's just evening gown. <laughs> there's top model round. Same. No. Not for Miss Wales. No, for Miss World. Oh. Danielle is thinking positive. <laughs> All right, Dana, do you want to hit us with the questions that you got? Yes. I got a question which is actually really interesting from Heather Hopkins um, asking, oh. what do you think about the extra interviews? Should you conform to the standard plain, simple block color dress or jumpsuits? So this is kind of more of an interview wear question. Personally, for me, I think for interview, just go whatever makes you feel comfortable. Um, for interview wear, don't go too short as well because people forget that when you sit down on your chair, your dress ever so slightly rides up and you don't want it to be uncomfortable. Um, I think jumpsuits are a great option. Um, mm. I love a jumpsuit. I think they're really comfortable. They're basically socially acceptable onesies. Um, um, <laughs> wear whatever makes you feel comfortable. 
just love how you just did socially acceptable onesies. <laughs> like it was, a, it's a whole like socially acceptable ones. <laughs> it's like YMCA. <laughs> Uh, Lauren, just before you answer the question about interview wear, M Maria has said, I got a gorgeous McDougal for 199 Original price was over 900 and a Tarani Couture Ooh. 99 at TJ Maxx. Hell and yeah. Joanna Johnson, once again, telling us more than she should. I hate shopping in shops that are not set out in a correct order. It gives me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Joanna. Sales. What? She hates sales. No, I hate sales. Like, have you ever been to River Island and they have all the same sizes in the same rack? And I'm like, I don't like this. I can't find my size. Oh dear me! I like to walk into a sale and there'd just be size eights all on the same rack, and I can go straight there. So I get Joanna's pain. I really do. I get shop anxiety as well. I can't, like, I, I tried going into Primark yesterday. I just can't do it. I walked in, had a little look, and walked straight. Like, I was just like, no, I can't do this. Overwhelmed. It's, yeah. I can't deal with the, the queues. No, I think I'd rather pay a little bit more. The Primark is quiet in Wales. You need to come over here. Okay. I need it when there's, like, no one there. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's fine. I'll take you to your so Primark many when there's no one there. There's always like screaming kids and I can't deal with it. The screaming kids is not a problem. You just kick them out the way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. I see where there, this is going. There was this one time <laughs> I was um, working as a tennis coach and this is back when I was working for someone else and the boss had a young daughter that – everyone thought was cute, but she was an absolute monster because she was a boss's daughter. She got away with everything. So anytime she didn't get what she wanted, she just has to throw a tantrum and she got what she wanted. We were on a tennis court playing. Actually, Daniel would like this dodgeball, but a kid's version of dodgeball. Everyone yeah. was just throwing balls everywhere. And I'm six foot something tall. And this girl's like two foot close to the ground. Right. I didn't know she's behind me. So I stepped backwards I pin one of her feet under my foot because I didn't know she was there. So she can't move. And then I'm turning around and my kneecap catches her square, like in the face. So it's like, oh bang, boom, one, two. And she goes down like a sack of, you know what, and starts hysterically <gasps> crying. And I'm like, oh God, I hate this girl. And now she's going to cost me my job. I'm like, oh. So yeah, oh my goodness. kids and me, sometimes I like them, but not going to lie, a swift kick can fix many issues <laughs> and just just for okay before someone gets really upset that's a joke okay because when i say things like that people go oh my god you can't say that people's children yeah yeah oh, geez. people don't know what a joke anyway um we're getting off track um lauren did you want to talk about interview outfits yeah um I always think just choose something you're comfortable with, maybe your favorite color, something that suits your skin tone as well. I always think that's a good one, something that you know that you 100% feel comfortable in. I think when I did Galaxy, I wore like a blue dress and I loved it. It was so nice and blue was like goes really nice with my eyes. So I was like, mm. yeah, perfect. But then I didn't think the slit through. So when I sat down, it kind of like opened a little bit more. So you just place your hands there and hope for the best. <laughs> I still won though, so it's fine. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, so Joanna Johnson has said, I hate, no, she said, no, River Island. She said, River Island is the worst when sales are on and Zara on yeah. a normal day. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like Joanna doesn't oh, like Asian, shopping too I've much. I've just seen your little pin on there going live, seeing one of us is having technical difficulties. Guess who? Yes. Clearly not me. I'm tech savvy over here. Well, it clearly wasn't me because I started the stream. So I was... I'm not the best tech. I'm not the best tech. <laughs> it's all right. The onesie makes up for it, Daniel. All right. Well, I think that's all the, that's all the questions on the stream. Um, anyone got any other questions? Otherwise, let's wrap this up. Yes, I have one little last little Go scroll. I think I'm all good. I think we're all out. Okay. Who's this? The ones mm -hmm. mentioned me, not me actual. Ah, oh, oh, this is so cute. So um, some of the girls that are competing tomorrow in Miss Teen GB, they've been wearing their robes. Sorry, Aww. shameful plug. They are for charity, guys, just to <laughs> let you know. They're charity robes. So how cute is that? Oh. Those are really nice. So cute. So... Yeah, if anyone wants a pageant robe, just slide into the DMs and uh, I'll get you sorted. Can you do Miss Wales ones, please? Of course. I should do like emerald green ones. Yeah. Emerald green cool. ones, some gold writing, I reckon. Definitely. We'll they get that organised. Looks so nice, I want one, hey, but do I don't do think... Pageant project robe. Well, I was going to say, I really want one, but it's not exactly the most masculine thing that you could be wearing now, is it? <laughs> what, a nice silky robe, of course. <laughs> With that neat, little, lovely, elegant cursive writing. What is it going to say on the back? <laughs> Something about pageantry. Okay. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's going to go, you're going to go well. Um, we should get like an army one so that it goes nicely with your um, like person at the back that you shot. <laughs> what do you call them? Things like a, a target. <laughs> yeah, they're a target. <laughs> I'm just going to be able to cut pieces of this episode out and make myself sound horrible. It's like I, I kicked a kid in the face, and now you're talking that you I, you're saying that I shot a person. Yeah, I'm I'm a really nice person once you get to know me. But don't <laughs> don't get on my bad side. Um, okay, so what we'll do to wrap it up? Why don't you guys fill us in with what you'll be doing from now until next week? Um, Daniel, why don't you go first? Absolutely. So tomorrow is the Miss Teen GB finals. I'll be there um, to watch Imogen, who's a very good friend of mine, hand over her crown to the new lucky girl. We'll find out who she is. And then um, I go back to work, back to normal life. Um, but I'm actually starting a new regular thing. Obviously, this is going to be a regular thing. Um, I'm also starting a Sunday service, which sounds quite religious, but it's not. Um, so every single Sunday, I'm going to be doing a good deed within my community um, in the run-up to the Galaxy pageants. So that's oh, nice. what I look forward to. So do check in with my Sunday services. Okay, and we've got your Insta handle underneath Ms. London Galaxy. So if you're not following Danielle, go follow her. Yeah. And I do, when you, um, when Imogen does her handover, please take lots and lots of tissues. 
I've got loads of tissues. We're we're good. I'm taking a towel. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, just just take a towel or something because poor girl, she just dress is a towel. Balls and everything. <laughs> she was just saying that she balls when she saw an old man at, at her work. I'm like, oh god, okay. Uh, I know. She was crying last night too. Is she ever not crying? Is she just... No. <laughs> I think the girls walked on very stage emotional. with enough when she already had tears in her eyes. It's, a, it's just this whole, this whole thing here. I know um, Olivia Olivia put up a um, photo of her, I think she did, Imogen's makeup, and I just messaged Olivia saying, I hope that mascara is waterproof with the amount that Imogen <laughs> cries. Uh, Lauren, what about yourself between now and next week? So I wish I was going tomorrow, but unfortunately I've got to work. I've got no more holidays left to take. Um, <laughs> Pageant life. So, you know, just going to Thailand too much. But, hey, I've got all my wardrobe from there, so it's good. Um, but, no, I'm just going to be working nonstop, trying to fit in as many appearances around work. Mm. But it's so difficult when you've got to save, in, you know, you want to go to events, but you've also got to work. So it'll just mm. be trying to figure stuff out a lot more planning i was talking to obviously stephanie hill last night mm. who was miss england and was second runner-up at miss world so we had a little chit chat about preparations for miss wales and obviously for miss world um so yeah it's just getting my beauty with a purpose project get that going i think i'm meeting with a business um mentor so she does like motivational talks to businesses and young women around here about getting businesses started so we're going to be teaming up and doing something together so that'll be coming very soon there's there's a lot of events actually happening um now christmas we've got yemi coming up um i know that heather hopkins has her uh pj pjs <laughs> pj themed um party slumber party without the slumbering um <laughs> and then <laughs> hopefully the people are not sleeping at that party um, <laughs> it just sounded so wrong without the slumbering, <laughs> slumbering. <laughs> um obviously and we have miss world coming up mm -hmm. in december yeah. as well really happy it's gonna be on my doorstep because it's only the xl is about 15 minutes away from my house so it's great i get to oh, sleep wow. on my own bed for once i'm not in a hotel <laughs> perfect 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 um yeah i can't miss world is coming up super soon so um on, on a side note yeah if you if you two guys do know systems that are coming up then let me know because then i might look to interview some of the contestants from those systems because that always works well for me um and lauren i was going to say her social is under her lauren parkinson with two underscores not just one because yeah. one wasn't Someone enough stole just lauren parkinson one underscore so i had to take the two <laughs> Yes. Um, and as for me, I'm just looking at the events coming up for the pageant project. So I'm interviewing Jessica Zabata, um, Miss Spiesa Latina, tomorrow, 10 a.m. my time, which would be, well, that would be midnight for you guys. So that'd be late. Uh, but it's 10 a.m. Sydney time. And before, yeah, before we have our podcast next week, I'm interviewing Stephanie Hill on Monday, 6.30 a.m. my time which would be, oh God, like 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night, your guys' time, roughly, so Sunday mm -hmm. night. 
So I've got a couple of interviews coming up. I'm trying to limit myself to, to a week because otherwise I just don't have time to do anything else. So that's what's coming up for me. And we are going into summer here. So I'm super excited because it's oh God, hot. We're going into winter. No. Yeah. No, it's hot. I'm so cold. Yeah. Well, I, I, I spent all my time interviewing you guys when I was in winter and you guys were in summer. So now turnabout is fair play. So. <laughs> locate to australia right now danielle let's get on a plane and go let's go i'm going next year come with come with i'm in thailand though aren't i next year so i'll pick you up along the way okay yeah i'll just fly across for a quick holiday well, Th thailand to australia is is super short super short flight yeah. when, are, when yeah. are you going to thailand lauren February, June, and then maybe the end of the year. It depends. If I miss, win Miss Wales, then I'll be obviously in Thailand for the Miss World final right. in next year. Right. Um, but then if not, I'll just be taking a two-week holiday in Thailand anyway and maybe overlap them. Right. So you're going in February and June or February to June? Yeah. Okay, February and June. February and June. I was like, you're there for four months. Like, that's not bad. No, um, I Daniel... Miss Wales wardrobe in February. <laughs> Oh, nice. Uh, Daniel, when are you coming over to Australia? What's the plan? Uh, September 2020. So I'll be there for my cousin's wedding in Melbourne. I believe it's Melbourne. Yeah, I think. Well, that's what you said last time. So yeah, unless I'm she's sure. moved. I need to look, I need to look the invite just in case. Um, yeah. But yeah, I will definitely be out there September 2020. Cool. So that's right. exciting. You get to experience lovely Australia and all our flora and fauna. Um, guys, also, by the way, if you're watching this this far, so thank you so much. And also, if you would like to be our guest on the podcast, then send me a message. I'm sure um, Ms. London Galaxy and Miss Lauren Parkinson will have some suggestions as to the guests that we can have on. There are short, certainly no shortage of girls we can have on. Um, so if you'd like to be on our podcast, let us know. But otherwise, I'm going to thank these two crazy people for their time. So Miss Onesie and Miss Stark here now. <laughs> any any closing thoughts? Any closing anything? Or are we just going to wrap this up? I think we can just wrap it up. And congratulations for making it this far. You now win a prize. <laughs> Okay, Lauren said that, not me. So for the prize, hit her up, not me. Okay, I didn't say it. She, she's got a prize for you. A gold sticker for you. Daniela. You get her background to take home. <laughs> we need a different background every week, Lauren. Oh, I'm gonna have to come. I'm gonna have to go on um, Urban Outfitters again, aren't I? And find another one now. <laughs> I was just about to say, Daniel, do you have any closing quips? And then you just said you get Lawrence background. Daniel needs a new hotel now. <laughs> a a different, hotel different hotel every week. What hotel are we coming from next week? Yeah, preferably one with better internet. It's like, where's Wally? Where's Daniel? <laughs> uh, Daniel, what's the, are we having a dress code for next week? You're, you're the fashionista. I think, what do we think? Should I think we... it should just be pajamas every single week. I kind of like that. It means I'm it's just healthy. ready to roll into bed well, now. Well, I, I have called it pages and PJs just because I, I like the fact that they both start with PNP. But, I mean, we can wear different clothes another, every week. We need another P. 
evening gowns next that week, Adrian. Wrong. You have to wear Princesses. one. I have, I have to wear. Well, if you wear <laughs> gowns, that means I've got to wear my tux. No, you gonna... have to wear a gown. Sorry, it's a theme. <laughs> How about me and Lauren wear tuxes and you wear a gown? I feel that's more socially acceptable for you two than it would be for me, so I don't think that's <laughs> fair. I'll have to take um, your shopping tips and go and find a gown for cheap on eBay. We can do Halloween thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Halloween's coming up. Yes. Lauren, okay, you're thinking. So Lauren doesn't look. Lauren like, needs some persuading. <laughs> I don't like Halloween. I usually turn all the lights off when the trick or treaters come and just hide eating all their sweets. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, I hope you okay, feel better about so Christmas Lauren's than you do about Halloween. All <laughs> <laughs> my Harry bows. I'll just be there. <laughs> Screw all you guys. I'm going to eat all your chocolate. <laughs> I choked on a Malteser on Halloween, so let's not go there. How? On a, I was lying down after I'd finished trick or treating. Did you do that I, thing? Were you blowing no, it up in the air? No, I was just eating them. I was about four oh. or five, and then I choked on it, and my mum tipped me upside down <laughs> and I was waiting. Then the chocolate melted and I survived. Shaking you from your leg. Yeah, like this. Spit it out, Lauren. That's not how you're supposed to help someone who's choking. Turn them upside down. Shake, shake, shake. That's not that's not first aid. I don't know what you guys do in the UK. I'm here, to be honest, because my mum needs to go to school to learn first aid. She clearly has no clue. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's good times, good times. If you say so, yeah. Um, had to be there. All right, I'm gonna let everyone go because this is, this is, um, it's been a good first time, and we've been on. For, good God, we've been on for over an hour and a half. So, um, I'll keep you two guys on for a sec, just whilst I, I wrap it up. But I'm gonna thank everyone for watching, and we'll speak to you again next time. Bye. Bye. What's up guys, it's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.